friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. It's again our privilege to welcome you to the program, and I will invite you from the beginning to be part of this program. And you can do that by sending us a text message to 04888-80811. You may have a thought, a question, or uh, maybe just a word of encouragement for uh, for us and uh, we are praying to God that we'll have a good time together uh, please stay with us for the whole uh, hour now i should uh, say that if you are listening on waves if you are in a car or at home or, uh, but particularly when you are in a car because you are traveling you may come across uh, maybe some uh, sections where you miss the signal uh, and I will encourage you to check uh, some other frequencies which we have, because mainly we broadcast here in Adelaide, but uh, all, all over the country on uh, 88.0 uh, FM. But also, uh, you can check if we are on 87.8 or 87.6. Here in Adelaide, in the northern suburbs and uh, southern suburbs, uh, yes, we have the 87.8 too. And just... I just thought to let you know that uh, that's an option. But um, in case if you really have issues with uh, the signal, I'm really encouraging you to download our uh, Faith FM app. And you can listen uh, crystal clear through the app. Whatever you are, you just need to have internet connection. And uh, yeah, through that uh, app, you can also listen uh, on demand to some of the programs which uh, we already broadcast and they are uh, there, you know, for you to look back if you miss some of the programs. And um, I would like to say hello to my co-host today here in the studio, Ricardo Shepard. It's good to have you back with us. Hello, Nick. It's a privilege to be here once again. We just talked about um, uh, yesterday about an interesting uh, topic uh, about um, these um, contentious issues um, for believers. You know, this yes. is pretty much a series. You know, we were in the second week. In the previous week, we uh, addressed a little bit more the digital media and uh, social media and all those things and the effect in our lives and particularly in the lives of the young ones, mm -hmm. you know, children and. Uh, and yeah, today we are, um, um, or this week, but yeah, today we are expanding a little bit more and talking about these conspiracy theories. We ask a question about, uh, does the Bible have anything to say about conspiracy theories? And uh, another question, does the Bible support any uh, conspiracy theories? And uh, just the other day, we we were talking uh, together, um, Ricardo, about how do I identify a conspiracy theory? And you run us through some uh, very good points there, you know, uh, how to um, to identify, to make sure what you hear or listen to, you know, and or watch, um, to really put some question marks there. And uh, yeah, again, 
dear friend uh, listening today, if you miss that program, I'm encouraging you to look back, to go on uh, our um, Fate FM uh, app and listen back. Or you can go on faithfm.com.au and uh, on the podcast section there you can listen back to the programs. Today uh, we are going to look a little bit further uh, into this uh, topic, uh, Ricardo. And the question which I have for today is, uh, uh, my friend loves conspiracy theories. How can I help? And let's see what we can uh, do today. And my my dear friend listening today, you may have some of those uh, stories, you know, or maybe a mm-hmm. question. Uh, please send us a message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and we'll be very happy to look at those messages. But before we move into this uh, topic, Ricardo, we just want to share a little bit and look into a bit of a world watch, you know, a bit of news. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we have a bit of a sad news also to share today. Uh, Are you able to just share with us a bit? Yes, of course. I'd like to share with our listeners um, an article that I read um, the other day. It's uh, titled, Seven-Year-Old Boy Shot Outside of Chicago Church by Milton, Milton Quintanilla on uh, christianheadlines.com. This was written on October 4, 2022. And the article says this, A shooting in Chicago Sunday morning left a seven-year-old boy hospitalized after he was shot while on his way to church with his parents. So while he was going to Mm, church, imagine that, mm. he gets shot. Um, His name is Legend Barr, seven-year-old. He was shot outside the university outside the Universal Community Church just before 11.30 a.m. The shooter was hiding in the pastor's SUV when the shot, when he shot toward the boy, mm. Bar, and his parents as they were parking their vehicle. Um, the mother, Keshawana Barr, told Fox 32 Chicago, uh, right when we turned down the street, the guy pulled out this really big uh, machine gun and started shooting at the car. My son was in the back, screaming, I got shot. That's what the mother recalls. Um, I saw the bullet shot through my pants, and my favorite shirt got destroyed that I got for my birthday, said the seven-year-old boy, Bar, whose femur was shattered by the bullet as he told um, the outlet while in a hospital bed. The suspect was later arrested by officers who had been in the area at the time of the shooting. I want to commend our 5th District officers for their quick response, Deputy Chief Larry Snelling told ABC7. They were in the area performing post-shooting and violence reduction missions, and they were able to respond immediately. They gave chase and were able to take that suspect into custody. According to the Christian Post, Barr, the little boy, is the fifth child to be shot while sitting in the back of a car in Chicago this year. Mm. The four others who were shot, however, died. It is also the second time Universal Community Church experienced a shooting this year. In July, three people were shot during a drive-by shooting while a funeral was underway. Let's start pointing out these people who are out here shooting and killing children, killing each other, killing any human being, Snelling said. Barr, the little boy, 
who loves to play basketball, will undergo surgery for his shattered femur. His recovery will take months, and I will be off work for a while. This happened at the worst time. We have to be out of our apartment by October 15, and now I won't have the income I need to move uh, to move us and pay any of our bills until his recovery is over in a few months. His mother, um, who launched a GoFundMe campaign for her son, wrote, Anything helps us to find another home and to also get legend, the care services he will be needing following his hospital stay after surgery. My whole family is traumatized and hurt from this senseless act of violence, Keshewana, the mother, added. Mm. Keshewana said she hopes the man who shot her son goes to jail for life. My baby's life is at a standstill for months. He has to get rods put in his leg due to his femur being shattered by the bullet. I was so scared and traumatized, and my baby is mentally not okay and is in so much pain. All our kids and my husband and mother were in our car when that dude shot a shot at our car for no reason at all, she wrote. Please keep my whole family in your prayers. This is more than I can even handle right now. No man should have to, to run their seven-year-old son covered in blood into the hospital because he was shot, she continued. Mm. He's just a kid. This is our baby. Everyone thinks they're so cool doing things like this but they are not. I just can't even catch a break. I'm hurt. I'm angry. What am I supposed to do? I don't even understand this. Neither do I. Mm. <laughs> Nick, what do you think is causing these people uh, to commit such horrible crimes? Mm. Is there any explanation? Well, Ricardo, and this is, um, yeah, and thank God that uh, was not a fatal, uh, you know, yeah. one. Which like the other four. Uh, the other four. Mm. And we hear uh, on this kind of thing quite often, unfortunately. Uh, Ricardo, uh, looking at that um, story and the question you, ju you just posed, you know, why these things are happening like that? And interesting that many times those people who are shooting, you know, the shooters, they are young people too. Yes. Very young people. And um, just the other week, you, we approached this um, topic, you know, uh, un under the theme, the Bible and the media in the post-biblical culture. Mm -hmm. Now, before people used to be, young people used to be, uh, let's say, disciplined or uh, helped to grow up uh, in, a, in a good way uh, by biblical principles. Mm -hmm. But these days, um, our young ones, and not only, not only, even those people who are probably more mature, uh, they are influenced and driven by the media and by the uh, social media and all those things which you you can see there. We we talked about, uh, Ricardo, a few questions, you know, on that aspect. Uh, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? Exactly. You see? And I think it's a great, a big responsibility for the parents. I mean, also we address a question like, um, uh, what about uh, mild uh, violence and soft porn? On media, mm -hmm. and we learn that uh, lots of people are affected, you know, and really suffering, you know, uh, uh, mentally because of this. Because they are some of these people too young to process whatever is there at fingertip, you know, in in media. Now, 
it's hard to really give an answer uh, mm. wh- why these things happen and what causes yes. this. You know, it's, it's so not cold blooded. Yeah, it's not so simple. You know, mm. uh, but I like to draw the attention again of our listeners, you know, and um, ourselves here that we need to be probably more uh, intentional, proactive in regard to um, to the ex- exposure mm-hmm. uh, through the social media and all those things coming up because I cannot believe, I grew up, uh, Ricardo, in a communist country myself. Mm-hmm. But it was safe for me to dr- to go any time in the day or the night mm-hmm. um, on the streets. You know, there was mm-hmm. not a problem. And why this happened, particularly in countries like, you know, United States and mm-hmm. here in Australia and other parts where uh, people should be, you know, happy and living in the mm-hmm. freedom and democracy and all those things. Why these things happen? I think we've made a, a freedom one of our biggest curses. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and, so many and, uh, video games as well. That's uh, right. Lots of violence. That's right. And we we pose another question, um, like uh, how do I I grow in media responsibility? Now, not only to supervise, you know, our children, but ourselves, because mm-hmm. uh, too many times we are um, doing the things which our children watch us. What we do, you know, or, or whatever we watch, we don't select. We are not very selective. We just think, ah, that's nothing, you know, to watch all those horrible uh, movies and uh, things like that. But in time, uh, it plays a very big uh, role and uh, affects us all. It's sad to hear that uh, this young fellow, seven-year-old, you know, going mm. to church, you know, mm. which these days young people, they don't want to go to church, yes, you know. Yes, but going yes, to yes. church, he may have a question, where is God, you know? Yeah, where coming is, to visit you, why yeah. didn't you protect me? Okay. Yes, you see those, mm. but, you know, don't despair, my dear mm. uh, friends there, if you um, experience some of these things, because, you know, the enemy is uh, uh, a rage with yes. uh, God's children, you know, and he's like a roaring lion. Um, I wonder, Ricardo, just before we move on, if we could even send a, sh- a short prayer for this family, you know, and mm-hmm. for the mother who a few times ask, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other things coming across, you know, she may not hear us, but God will. will. Of course. Let's would pray. You, would you be Let's able? Pray. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, in confidence that you are listening to us. You care about every single detail of our lives, even if we think they are just minor, insignificant things. You care about us. And for that reason, Lord, because you love this boy, legend, and his family, we pray for them at this moment that you may uh, provide to them what they need. They are in financial need at the moment. Um, The boy needs to recover well, and they are obviously traumatized because of what happened. So, Lord, we pray that your presence may be felt in that family, that they may draw closer to you. And if anyone listening uh, right now has gone or is going through something similar, we pray that your presence may be felt as well. Please place your healing hand uh, upon the suffering, upon the sick, upon the emotionally uh, sick uh, people who may be listening, that they may find peace in you. And we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. 
And this is Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Nick Rita and uh, Ricardo Schaeffer. Uh, today we are going to talk a little bit more under this um, topic of uh, contagious uh, issues for believers. And the question we have for today is, my friend loves conspiracy theories. How can I help? This will be a really good uh, one. Uh, my dear friend, send us a text message with a thought in regard to this. You may have a story to share with us. You can do that on zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. On the same number, I'm going to share with you now the offer which we have for today. Uh, and you can send the code The code is SA75 for the book Signs of Hope by Alejandro Boulon. This is an um, excellent book, uh, which, uh, um, you know, um, uh, combines the events happening in this world uh, today with the Bible, you know, bringing us through the Bible and show us uh, what's happening, what really happens in the world today and what the Bible had to say about these things. Um, Alejandro Bellon uh, tackles uh, this and under, uh, other uh, doubting questions and discovers that the crisis in which we are found ourselves is itself a sign of hope, pointing to the grind, the, the grand finale, the second coming of Jesus. Please uh, request this book, sending us a Text message with the code SA75 and our friendly robot will take you through. Ricardo, well, uh, let's uh, get into this topic today. I'm excited to see what we can uh, bring out uh, because I came across many times myself. I, I probably I was called sometime, uh, um, you know, uh, being caught in the conspiracy theories or I heard about other people, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, the question is, um, again, today, my friend loves conspiracy theories. How can I help? How can I help? And I hope that we can help <laughs> because it's not so easy. Uh, it's an interesting question indeed. I believe the Bible has a lot of answers to these questions. And so I would like to start with a Bible verse that we read yesterday, and it's in Isaiah 8, verses 12 to 13. Uh, and it says, Do not call conspiracy all that these people calls conspiracy, and do not fear what they fear, nor be in dread. That's God speaking. He's telling us, do not call conspiracy everything that you hear. Mm. Do not be afraid of everything that you hear. Verse 13 says, But the Lord of hosts, him you shall honor as holy. Let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. In other words, don't worry about rumors. Rather, worry about knowing what God has said and revealed in his word. Wow. And King Solomon also wrote in Proverbs 14, verse 15, The simple or the foolish as well, the simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps. Mm -hmm. Interesting, right? Mm. The biblical counsel is to refrain from proving uh, things that God has remained silent about. Right. Right? If God has not revealed anything about cer a certain topic, then we shouldn't worry about it. Yes. Right? Well, look, that on, uh, on that aspect, it's so true that, um, uh, we run before God, you know, in certain things, you know, uh, mm. God foretold everything what we need to know. Yes. 
even for these times, you know, we're talking about the present truth, you know, I don't know mm. if you came across that uh, kind of expression, mm. uh, but there was always in the time of God's people, there was always present truth. Mm-hmm. For example, in the time of uh, Noah, um, what was the present truth? The flood. The flood that will yes. come, you know, which God mm. says. Now, it's nothing wrong to talk about those things, mm. what God has revealed to us or informed. Mm-hmm. But if we go beyond and try to recreate, uh, if you like, mm. uh, the, speculate. or speculate the map, you know, of what God may want for us, what God is uh, thinking to do for us, I think we can run into a very sensitive, yes. uh, uh, you know, path. Yes, and it catches our attention because yeah. everyone is curious to know things. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's the, I guess, um, human nature. So we shouldn't go beyond what, what's written in the Bible. In mm. fact, that's what the Bible itself says uh, in 1 Corinthians 4, 6, the Apostle Paul wrote, Now these things, brethren, I have fig- figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos, uh, for your sakes, that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written. Mm-hmm. Don't go beyond what's in the Bible. Mm. Uh, that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. And you know, just the background uh, of that, uh, there are people who already started to take sides. You know, some of them says mm-hmm. we follow Apollo. You know, others yeah. says oh we follow uh, Paul. Others, well, yes. you know, and Paul is now addressing this uh, mm-hmm. aspect. You know. I mean, we are uh, God's servants, servants yes. like you all, you know, but don't go beyond, uh, you know, what, what the, has been revealed. Yeah, what the Bible yeah. teaches you, you know. Uh, that no, I guess nowadays Paul would have said something like, um, uh, I, some, someone is of this conspiracy, another one is of this other conspiracy, and so they, it creates this unity as well. Mm. But uh, the, the Bible is the, the source of truth. And so... Everything that we need for our salvation has been revealed there in the Bible. Yeah. Beyond that, we can maybe speculate but not make it a truth yeah. outside the Bible. Yeah. Uh, you again mentioned something which I believe is very important, that in today's, maybe like more than any other times, uh, through these uh, conspiracies or uh, uh, viewpoints and uh, all those things, it's so much... Um, uh, dissension there is so mm. much um, how you call that in English I'm trying to find the right word contention. Uh, contention and division yes division not only in the uh, let's say communities you know or, or c- countries or things like that in the church in the church yes in the family mm-hmm. mm. you know because of certain things happening let, let's say even uh, I think we mentioned yesterday when we, when we said that we're not going to emphasize uh, a lot on that, but uh, this aspect of COVID and the uh, jab and this like that, some people want it, some people don't want it, and create a lot of division mm-hmm. instead of respecting each other's free choice. Yes. Um, pray to God to be assured what position to take mm. and uh, be strengthened in that and don't allow people to press on, you know, or uh, oh, yes. to have coercion, uh, co- you know, yes. towards you. I mean, it, we have a responsibility to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing that um, in these days we're facing so much uh, division. And that's the 
work of the enemy, the devil. He's happy. He's happy to see that happening. And it's increasing. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed that the increase in the number of conspiracy theories and Mm. rumors. And even Jesus said it when he was talking about the last days, when his disciples asked him in Matthew 24, tell us the signs of 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 the end coming yes um he said in matthew 24 verse 6 and you will see he didn't say you may he said you will hear of wars and rumors of wars see that you are not troubled beautiful for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet so in other words jesus is saying here uh, these things will come but do not be troubled by these rumors or or final events Mm -hmm. The closer we get to the end, the more people will be panicked by rumors of conspiracies. But Jesus warns us not to allow people to panic us by this, by these rumors. Mm. So while conspiracies are recorded as part of the history of Israel in the Bible, nowhere in the didactic and ethical parts of the Bible does God direct his people to study conspiracies, for example, mm-hmm. or to spend their time, energy, and money to spread the word, uh, quotation marks here, mm-hmm. of some conspiracy. Even though conspiracies abounded in all sides, the patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and even Jesus did not pay them any attention. Right. They had more important things to do, of course, with their time and yes. energy. Yes. And, and just while you said that, doesn't mean that we don't need to be awake you know and yes. uh, knowing the times you know because mm-hmm. Jesus uh, actually kind of rebuked a little bit the disciples says hey you know the times of the day you know you're mm-hmm. looking at the sun and you see it's going down and you say tomorrow you'll say that will be a good day or a bad day but you don't know the signs of the coming of Jesus right. Christ or the son of man uh, we need mm-hmm. to know these things but where to find that information uh, because this is the thing are we going to uh, take this one from uh, from the how you call that uh, Chinese whispering or, or how oh. you call that or uh, whatever the source or right. we are going into the good source, the real source, yes. the Bible. And I think in uh, as just before you, you read that um, passage in Matthew 24, uh, which says, you know, he are not to be troubled, you know, uh, mm, very because important. yeah, these things will come and, and will pass and, uh, it came into my mind, the passage in the Bible says that many people will lose their heart mm. because of fear. Yes. I think in Luke it says. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I face that every mm. day, Ricardo. Mm. I came across people who all the time when you meet, they they asking you, what's, hap- what's going on? What do you think it's going to happen? Yes. You know, they are on the toes, you know, uh, just... And that's something that Satan uses yes. to distract us from spending time in the Word. Mm-hmm. If we spend time in the Word, we will become acquainted with the promises that bring you know, hope into our lives. But if we don't spend time in the Bible, when we hear all these conspiracy theories, obviously we will be afraid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of verses in the Bible that are interesting. Uh, first in 1 Timothy 1 verse 4. Paul says, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies which promote speculations Mm. rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. In other words, don't waste your time uh, on these things. 
Another interesting one that I found in the Bible is recorded in John 9, verses 1 to 4. I want you to notice, dear listeners, how Jesus put his energy in the most important things. Mm. So this is what it says. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. So the disciples were spending time in the traditional thought that um, when the parents sinned, God would punish the descendant, right? And so Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. And immediately after, he says, let's get to work. Because he says verse in verse 4, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Mm. The night is coming when no one can work. So he's saying, okay, it's okay to engage in theological discussions, but sooner or later we need to get to work. And Practical. The mission, yeah, yes. You know? It's not talking about that here that Jesus didn't want to heal that man uh, during the night. You know, the night and the day here are symbolic. Mm-hmm. Besides, it would have been a bit rude for Jesus to heal a blind man when it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> He's talking about a day and night as, as a symbol. So, um, no conspiracy can overthrow God's sovereign rule over all things. We may think that, oh, this is all happening to the world. What's going to happen to us? Is God in control of these things? Mm. Of course he is, all Mm. the time. And we are reminded of that in in the Bible. Again, Job 42 verse 2 says, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Yes, amen for that. Mm. (laughs) So reassuring because if God said, I am coming, he's coming. I'm going to save you. He's going to save us. Nothing will stop him from doing what he promised. Again, in 1 Corinthians 15, 25, it says, For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The enemy will not triumph over God. Another verse I'd like to share. James 4, 13 to 15. Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. uh, For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. Yeah, that's a beautiful, uh, and uh, my wife um, wants to mention this because she said that her grandfather always used to say this about tomorrow or about, mm-hmm. you know, if God permits, you know, or allowed mm-hmm. us, we'll do this and that. We are used to now make uh, plans for the rest mm-hmm. of our life, you know. It's not bad to plan, but mm-hmm. uh, in the end we need to recognize that we are like a vapor. You know, we are here, uh, we don't know, uh, you know, today... Maybe our last mm-hmm. uh, time on this earth, you know? Yes. And things happen like, like that, as, as we just uh, talked a bit earlier about um, events going on in this world. Yes, I believe it's very sensitive, it's very important to realize what is priority in life. Mm-hmm. Of course, for some people, priority is gaining this and that, money or whatever. But if you gain the whole world but lose 
eternal your life. eternal life, what's the gain? What good is it? Yeah, what good is yeah. in that, you know? And I think that's very important. We'll come to also, Ricardo, um, uh, to see what God thinks about uh, conspiracy theories, you know, and we may look into the Bible for some more passages, mm. but right now we are going to take a short break. Uh, have a song. I have a beautiful song here uh, called He Lifts Me. My dear friend, Listen to this song and we'll be back shortly. FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, Ricardo Shepard today talking about uh, conspiracy theories. My friend loves conspiracy theories. How can I help? Just before the break, uh, Ricardo, we looked at a uh, few beautiful passages in the Bible and we are going to continue on that. But just before that, uh, I would love 
to uh, mention again the offer which we have for today, the free book. Uh, would you be able to share with us a little bit, Ricardo? I'd be delighted too. Yes, um, our f- a special offer for today is, or for the whole week, mm-hmm. is the book called Signs of Hope by Pastor Alejandro Bullon. Um, I can share with our listeners that I know Pastor Bullon personally. He was born in, in my country, Peru and South America. He was actually born in the jungle of Peru. Mm. And so he didn't speak Spanish be- very well at the beginning. He had an accent, e- even till today. And um, he he is one of, if not the greatest, evangelist in the Hispanic world. Mm. And he shared a story uh, when he was uh, studying theology because he couldn't speak very well Spanish. Apparently, one of the teachers said to him, look, um, Bouillon, you don't have a future as a pastor. You know, you can't speak well. You better think of another profession. You're wasting your time. And, and Alejandro went to a cornfield in, in the university in, in Peru, and he cried out and he said, Lord, I felt your call, you know, to be a minister, to share the, the word of God, the, the message of salvation. But apparently I cannot speak. Well, long story short, he's one of the greatest evangelists in the Hispanic world. Oh, he can fill whole stadiums with thousands of people just because he gave his heart to, to God and he's using him. Beautiful. Just a comment on that one. Um, you know, he was not looking for a profession. Oh, no. He was following a call. That's it. But some people can mistake and think, hey, you are not very talented or qualify for this profession, oh, yeah. but God calls us to qualify us. Uh, I'm He's sure not looking for the qualified. <laughs> whoever said that to him must be very embarrassed today. <laughs> so, uh, dear friends, the code that you need to text us uh, today is um, SA75. No spaces in between. SA as in South Australia and the number 75. Text that to 488 um, and um, our friendly robot will answer the phone uh, with a few questions for you. So just text that code to 04888808 and your free gift will be on its way. Beautiful. All right. Thanks for that, uh, Ricardo. And uh, yeah, dear friend uh, listening today, if you want to be part of this program, maybe ask a question or make a comment, you can do that by sending a text message to the same number, 04888808811. Right. uh, Ricardo, let's see uh, what God thinks about conspiracy theories. Interesting. I found this even a bit funny. When I read Psalm uh, chapter two, verses one to five, and verse twelve, this is what how how God feels about these conspiracy theories. Mm. It doesn't, as you as you will see, it doesn't affect him at all because he's in control. So Psalms two, verses one to five, and then verse twelve says, "Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed." saying, Let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. And then verse 12 says, Blessed, blessed are all those who put their trust in him. Mm. Not in conspiracy Amen. theories, but in him, because God actually loves at conspiracy theories 
he doesn't really care because he is in control. Yes. No one is going to frighten him. And if uh, we know the will of God, you know, then yes. we should be also uh, comfortable, confident, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have an opportunity there to run to him and be at peace. Um, just to give you an example of, of someone who was absorbed with a conspiracy theory, the so-called um, uh, Y2K, remember, in the year 2000? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this man became so consumed with the conspiracy that civilization would end on 2000, also known as uh, uh, Y2K, mm-hmm. that he quit his job, sold his home, moved to Idaho in the United States, after his wife divorced him for being a nutcase, <laughs> um, he was absolutely convinced that civilization would be over at the stroke of midnight. Cars would not run, planes would crash, all computers would fail, the banks would lose all records of money in your accounts, the government would collapse, and only those hiding in some isolated, secure place would survive. Of course... The fear merchants were ready to take advantage of this to get his money. Mm. And many so-called Christian ministries tapped into the conspiracy network and sold building lots, houses, generators, survival food, candles, guns, and medicine. Uh, To their shame, they did not offer to return the man's money after Y2K came (laughs) and went without a ripple. Uh, After Y2K was a total bust. The man sat in Idaho, all alone, no job, no family, no church, no reputation, nothing but boxes of survival survival food. He had gambled everything on a conspiracy theory and lost everything. Wow. I wish people would base their future more in the Bible rather than on gossip. Yes. And, yes. Know, conspiracy theories. It is interesting that not one word of repentance or confession of false prophecy was heard from those ministries that promoted Y2K mm. hysteria. Mm. <laughs> they simply moved on to another conspiracy theory. Can you believe that? Um, so we have to be aware that Satan can use conspiracy theories to cause a ruin. He, he wants to destroy our lives. So uh, the only safe place for us is in the Bible, the Word of God. Uh, that's why Second Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Mm -hmm. So we should be acquainted with the enemy's devices. Um, So what is the great commission of conspiracy theories, conspiracy cults? The great commission for for them is to go into all the world and spread the news of some fearful conspiracy Mm. instead of the message of hope. But in Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20, we find the Great Commission given by Jesus, which is, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That's our mission. Yes. Not to worry about things that are not revealed in the Bible, but the things that all the things that Jesus has commanded, which are in the Bible. And not to be preoccupied only with um, survival things, how to make those bunkers, mm. you know, to protect you from uh, these uh, uh, yes. disasters coming up. Look, 
the Bible told us also that we need to be wise to take some measures, you know, when you see these things happening, but does mm-hmm. uh, not the focus. That's yes. not the priority. The, the priority is this great commission, which you just mentioned here Sharing in Matthew, Matthew 28. And uh, in whatever we do, mm. that should be the, the focus of each one of us. Yes. There are a few warnings that Jesus, God, has given us in the Bible that we should adhere to mm-hmm. when the time comes. But outside that, it would be very dangerous. So uh, there is no biblical command to study, investigate, or spend time on or conspiracy theories or spread the word about conspiracies. There is no biblical example of the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, or Jesus Christ spending even a minute mm. you know, on the conspiracies of their day. They were aware of them, but they did not spend time mm. on them. And there is no biblical precept to research and spread conspiracy theories either. All right. Why do people then uh, get caught up in conspiracy uh, mm. theories and, and cults? So why are they so attractive, right? Yeah. It is interesting. So there's a number of reasons. Uh, first, a conspiracy mindset is a form of Gnosticism mm-hmm. in that it gives people the psychological illusion that they are intellectually superior to everyone else. In other words, people feel like they've achieved a higher level of intellect. See, it authenticates their existence in a way. Uh, They are not like the dumb masses. They are in the know and have secret information that no one else has. So it makes them feel important, so Mm -hmm. to speak. They look at everyone else as fools and it empowers them and makes them feel special. Um, Number two, a psychological profile of those who get drawn into the conspiracy uh, into conspiracy theory mm-hmm. sorry uh, reveals that most people who get trapped are insecure pessimistic and depressed so uh, if you're suffering from either of these mental issues uh, bear in mind you are maybe prone to get uh, trapped into mm-hmm. conspiracy theories these people believe the worst about themselves and everyone around them Number three, they are paranoid. Everything and everyone is against them. Mm, there are a lot of evil people in the world, but there are some good people as sure. well. Number four, why are conspiracy theories so attractive? Um, because uh, those who are drawn to them are helpless in the face of a vast conspiracy. Thus, they are victims. They are not really responsible for their situation. Mm. It's, it's a way of... Um, explaining their situation. Oh, I'm, I'm in this situation because of this conspiracy that is going on. Uh, number five, studying conspiracies avoids practical holiness. Those who get sucked into the world of conspiracies and secret societies do not have their spiritual life under control. In most cases, their personal life is messed up. Their marriages are failures. Their finances are a disaster. They, they can avoid repentance and personal holiness by focusing on conspiracies. So it replaces uh, a relationship with, with God. Another reason is the Bible commands us to do only those things that are unto edification, according to 1 Corinthians fourteen sixteen. So running after conspiracies doesn't edify anyone. 
And another thing is, for the most part, those who get involved in a conspiracy mindset are immature, irresponsible, and unreliable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, that's yeah, very important to, to consider those aspects. Now, at the time, it's, uh, it's kind of running out, um, uh, Ricardo, and I may just need to pose again this uh, question. Um, so, my friend loves conspiracy theory. How can I help? Can you bring it together a little bit, Ricardo? Let's and, do that. Uh, yeah, let's yes. try. I think we've, we've read enough verses in the Bible that mm. show us what a conspiracy theory is, how it works. Uh, when you talk to someone who is obsessed with a conspiracy theory, one of their favorite uh, ways or tricks is to overwhelm you with an avalanche of questions without waiting for you to deal with the first one, right? And each question is given as an evidence to prove their theories. But questions don't prove theories. Facts do. For example, when someone asks, if a plane crashed into the building, why is there no debris? Mm. They are assuming that there was no debris. They are not proving there was no debris. They foolishly assume there was none because they heard a rumor that there was no debris, you see. So th- this is based on, uh, not on facts. Mm-hmm. So um, my friend loves conspiracy theories. How can I help? Many conspiracy theorists are deeply convinced of their beliefs. Their whole life and worldview are centered around them. So when talking to somebody who firmly believes in a conspiracy theory, be aware of of these things. Any argument challenging the conspiracy theory may be taken as proof that you are part of the conspiracy and reinforce the belief. They probably believe in more than one conspiracy theory, mm. and also they will probably argue hard to defend their beliefs. So what can you do? And let's finish with this. Encourage open debate and questions and use your Bible even if they're non-Christian friends because fulfilled Bible prophecies are a strong evidence to the validity of the Bible Mm. ask detailed questions about their theory in order to trigger self-reflection just to see if they oh they you know that opens their eyes Mm -hmm. enlist trusted former conspiracy theorists who once believed the same thing and now realize that they were wrong right Be cautious and use a variety of sources around the theme, not just one argument. Um, Don't ridicule. Try to understand why they believe what they believe. Show empathy. Often the person may be truly fearful and distressed. And and go step by step. Focus on simple facts and logic instead of covering every detail at once. And finally, don't push. Too much pressure might backfire. Leave them time to process and try again later, perhaps. Yes, I think it's, uh, these are very important few points which you highlighted there, uh, Ricardo, because, uh, um, yeah, I've seen this when um, the people are in that uh, mode, you know, of just moving forward and somebody is just uh, throwing out um, whatever... Uh, a rumor or a, a gossip or whatever it is, mm. you know, and you see few people moving towards that. I watch that even in mm-hmm. uh, public uh, uh, places. Uh, I was myself going to share uh, uh, many times, you know, the good news, the word of God, you know, the gospel in mm-hmm. places where uh, people have some, um, um, how you call that when they meet in the, in the, in the, 
square a pro- a protest uh, yeah kind of a pro- protest or something like that you know and uh, i could see how easily people just because of a uh, of the way mm. of how a person speaks, you know, and you addressed that the other day, how important it is to watch the language, the tone, mm. the, the emotional, uh, the content. emotional uh, content, content, you yeah. know, on that. It's very important because mm. <laughs> last night I went home and my wife was watching something and I could hear from the other room that the person who was talking, you know, on, um, on, on the YouTube or whatever it was, uh, it was very, you know, kind of uh, emotional and irritated at the same time. And, and I quickly went and said, what are you watching there? Let's see, you know, I know. because these mm. people are, they know how to, um, uh, how to touch on the sensitive mm-hmm. aspects of our being, you know? Yes. And I think, yeah, that's, that's very important. Thank you so much for uh, pointing out uh, those things. And my dear friend, we are not saying here that you should not question things which are uh, happening around us. Mm. We are not saying that uh, if somebody comes and tells you, even from the pulpit, you know, in the church, certain things, uh, you should be uh, awake, aware of the things spoken, because many times, unfortunately, people are uh, are telling um, things which are not mm-hmm. true. And they may uh, just share more their own opinion or understanding mm-hmm. of certain things. We're not saying that you should to stay away from these things. No, you should be wise. We all should be wise to check all things, you know, and with the, the word of God, with the word of God yes. and take what is That's good. And when I say check all things, you know, there are some things which are not w- uh, worth it, you know, to lose time. All right, our time is uh, up, Ricardo. I think we have a song prepared. Uh, I may just say this, uh, that the next uh, presentation, next topic, it's uh, about what did Jesus mean when he said, let not your heart be troubled. Mm. I'm looking forward to that uh, program. And uh, actually, I will be here again tomorrow with uh, Tracy joining me and we'll tackle uh, that question Until then, my dear friend, uh, have a safe uh, walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Uh, God be with you and help you to go through all the uh, challenges which life may bring to you. Ricardo, again, I I will uh, love to close with a short prayer. Are you able to pray with us? Sure, let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, once more, thank you so much for warning us in the Bible about these conspiracies and rumors that would be heard as we approach the end of the world. We look with confidence into the future because you have promised to carry us through. So um, I pray that we may all have that close personal relationship with you every day and learn more about you in the Bible, to be ready because, yes, these things are going to happen, but um, in the Bible you've told us everything we need to know. May we all spend more time in the Bible. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. In shape.